Hi, this is Jessica Lopez, and you're listening to Foundation 411, the podcast for all things foundation. All right. Thank you, Jessica, for that intro. As always, I'm Darren Isomoto, and thanks for tuning in. On today's show, we check in with Jessica Lopez from Accounting. But first, an important announcement from Dining Services with Aaron Nielsen. Hey, Foundation. It's Aaron, your Dining Services Director, and welcome to the fall semester 2020. Um, Centerpoint is open, and we've created a couple of new experiences through Grubhub. And all of our, our food is being served contactless uh, using the Grubhub app. But if you go to the Grubhub app, you'll see two experiences at Centerpoint. There's a, a retail menu, which is your traditional restaurant-style menu where you purchase things a la carte. And then there's a residential experience where our students who live on campus and are on meal plan, they can go in there and get these whole meal packages. And it's... It's uh, definitely better than some of the social media I've been seeing coming from uh, some of the other colleges and universities. We're really doing some great stuff, and uh, a real um, thank you to the team for coming together on this. Um, Look for a meal subscription coming in September. If you recall, in February, we ran a meal subscription where you could buy lunch every day for a flat price. I believe the uh, the cost was $99 at the time. And we're going to roll that out again. And the kicker here is you're going to be using uh, Grubhub, and you'll be able to experience the residential menu using the, uh, your meal subscription. So you'll go into the residential menu, and you'll choose from a whole variety of things uh, for one price, uh, whatever that meal is that you choose. So look for more on that, and I know marketing's putting together some information on that. And we're looking at a two-tiered subscription where uh, it's essentially a meal every day, five days a week. Or there might be, uh, we're looking at doing a uh, 50%. So if you're only here half the time, then uh, there'll be uh, one of those programs for you. But it's a, a substantial discount great value, good quality, and and healthy options. So look for that. And again, welcome to the fall semester, and uh, look forward to to the coming year. All right. Thank you, Aaron. So a couple weeks ago, I sat down and had a Zoom conversation with Jessica Lopez from Accounting. I learned a little about what she does in Foundation and how she and her family have been keeping busy at home. Enjoy. Okay, so we're sitting down today over a Zoom call with Jessica Lopez. Jessica, hello. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for uh, sitting down with us. We're just going to check in with you today, see how everything is going amidst the uh, pandemic and everything. So I guess first off, uh, for those of you who haven't had the opportunity to work with Jessica, Jessica, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? When did you get started with Foundation, what you do? and yeah. Okay. Um, uh, my name is Jessica Lopez. I work in the accounts receivable department. I started with foundation a little over a year ago. I started last year in April. Um, I previously worked for a real estate company called uh, Remax. And I am actually a Cal Poly grad. So 
it was actually a really big dream for me to be able to work at Cal Poly. And then I'm finally here, so woo! <laughs> yeah, um, fellow, fellow uh, Cal Poly grad. Because I, I myself, I also graduated from Cal Poly Pomona, so. Oh, uh, that's a lot right. Of <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've been here over a year, and so far, I'm still loving it. Um, I work, like I said, in the accounts receivable department. I mainly work with, like, the enterprise side of it. So a big bulk of what I do is the money, the income that we receive from the uh, dining establishments. When they bring that money to me, I basically double check that what we get is actually what we got and make sure that nothing's missing, make sure everything's accounted for and just reviewing everything and then entering it all into the system. That's the bulk of what I do. The mm-hmm. other half is I work with um, gift processing. So any like donations and stuff, I just help record all that. So I know you've only been here for a year. And so that means that a lot of things have uh, drastically changed in, in such a short amount of time since you started. But I guess, uh, how has work changed for you since this all began? Oh my goodness. For me, it's been constantly changing. You know, I started and it's the normal starting a new job, getting the hang of everything, you know, and it's kind of like, I want to say maybe after six months, I could confidently feel like, okay, I got it. I learned most of the basics. I don't have to ask for help as much. And then right around the beginning of the year is when stuff kind of started changing a little bit and then you know March hit and the pandemic happened and all these other changes and I actually helped work on the budget as well that was a whole other beast that we took on but mm-hmm. it, it it really just showed that you really got to be able to like keep on your toes you got to adapt you got to keep moving you, you really just got to keep it going just yeah. just you know roll with it um but it's, it's definitely been, I will tell you, this has been a huge learning experience for me because every change came with new challenges and you just adapt and you learn and you keep going and just trying to make the best of it, really. Yeah. It's, it's been interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I admire the optimism you have. And I think that that's a, that's a positive way to, to look at everything is like, yeah, it's, it's sometimes all this change brings about, you know, uncertainty and, and stressful situations. But really, it's like you just have to roll with it and uh, not let it beat you down and everything. So I'm glad that at least uh, you're able to keep a positive uh, outlook on everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I just keep telling myself it's not going to be like this forever. It can't. Yeah. So I look forward to the days when we can kind of go back to some semblance of what it used to be or some normalism again. Mm -hmm. So So with, with everything then having, you know, become virtual and working from home, um, has the transition been smooth for you? Have you been able to adapt with that in general? Like just the the day-to-day stuff you do in foundation, have you been able to adapt to that easily? You know what? Yes, I was one of the fortunate ones. I, Me and my husband actually were big video gamers. Um, mm-hmm. So we have an office. We have our dual screen computers that we built ourselves like that's just something that we love to do so for me when it's like hey you're gonna have to work from home okay i have everything i need i have an office i have dual screens i have my computer i have my printer i have my space there you go and um you know we worked really closely with uh debbie uh one of the workers in our office as well she really helped us to convert a lot of our paper to just online kind of transition so it really helped actually. It, it, I, 
I want to say it really wasn't too difficult because most of the stuff that I worked on was really on the computer anyways. So I, in the beginning, I would go in once a week just to drop off paperwork, pick up paperwork and go. So it wasn't too bad. Yeah, I guess um, the, in a virtual environment, it helps to be tech savvy then, huh? Yes, it does. It, it does. It was, it, you know, when we come across a couple of issues, it was easy for me to quickly send an email to Juan in IT and he'd kind of do this, this, and this. Okay, fixed, done. We're good. Yeah, and so like, I guess that's a perfect segue into like how is, um, outside of work, how has just your, your personal life away from the office been uh, amidst the pandemic? That has actually been quite difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, I live, I want to say somewhere between two to three miles from my parents mm -hmm. and I didn't realize how often we go to their house until we couldn't go anymore. Yeah. Um, so that was really difficult, but I think I want to say the first two months were really the hardest on us and my son as well, since he was basically stuck at home for two months. He didn't go anywhere. Yeah. We didn't take him shopping. You do what you can, you know, you, you FaceTime as much as you can yeah. you try and go out, you know, it's like. Sometimes me and my husband fight over who gets to go to Target next just to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, we focused our energies in, actually, I was, I, I, we were one of the fortunate ones as well to purchase one of the homes in the Cal Poly tract. Oh, there you Those go. Homes that are available uh-huh, to staff and, and faculty. We actually bought one. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so we're a, less than a mile away from the office. Oh, that's convenient then. Yeah, we moved in in December, so we've basically been focusing on fixing up the house, you know, working on the yard, having a making a garden. We oh, built a good. yeah, we built a big old wooden play set for my son in the backyard. So it's just been focusing on the house and stuff. That's good. I mean, especially in a time when everybody is basically stuck at home, it, it's it's rewarding, I guess, in a sense, to have a bunch of projects to to you know tackle at home and everything. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I guess once everything is over. Uh, and it's safe to go out again, and it's safe to visit family and friends all over again. Do you have any plans that are on the horizon? Yes, we do. So definitely, I think as soon as we get the green light, we're going to plan our next vacation somewhere not too far, somewhere where we could still take the kid. I'm thinking it's going to be Canada. Mm -hmm. uh, go maybe for four to six days. Was there uh, any particular place in Canada that you were thinking of going? No, I don't know yet. I, I, I definitely want to go somewhere, maybe Toronto. I don't know. I got to do some research, but I've always, I've always wanted to go to Canada. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, that's good. It's definitely good to have, yeah, something to look forward to once this is all passed and everything. Yeah, actually this weekend we, we booked a, like a mini vacation. We're going to go to Big Bear on Friday, uh -huh. Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. Uh, just a little getaway. So, cause you know, sometimes you gotta just get out of the house and if we could go somewhere where it's not too many people, why not? Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Okay. Uh, what would you say that you miss uh, most about work right now? Like and when I say miss most about work, I mean like the normal um, pre COVID working environment. Um, I, you know, big thing that comes to mind is the people. You know, yeah. coworkers, that social aspect of it, you know, people really need that. Um, I know I really miss that. I think the other thing is, you know, living so close, I used to bike to work every day and I really actually missed that. I was a lot more active before. Yeah. Um, so, you know, not being able to really do as much, like, you know, I'm not really biking anymore because I don't go in as much. Um, I used to take walks every day with me and my family. We kind of stopped doing that too. I think that's the biggest thing. I miss the people and I miss 
you know, being more active. I miss being yeah. able to do things. We re- at least for me, I really took for granted being able to just, hey, I want sushi. Let's go out to sushi for dinner. Okay. You know, yeah. a simple thing like that. It, but again, I look forward to when we can do it again. So Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's all about just about all the time we have left. Uh, I want to thank you again for taking the time to check in with us. Um, I know you've also been a fan of the podcast since the beginning, so I also appreciate you checking in with everybody else that we've checked in with over the over the time of this podcast. So, oh yeah, man, yeah. I, it's, it's really nice to be able to hear how people are doing too. Since <laughs> a lot of times, you know, you go in to the office for you know one or two days a week, but that person might not be there, so you don't get to see them. Yeah, it's kind of exactly. nice. Mm-hmm. And I think all the people who listen will appreciate being able to hear your story today and, and feel a little more connected to you and um, with everything that's going on. Well, thank you very much. It was nice to be able to participate. <laughs> all right. Thank you very much. And we'll talk again later. Okay. Take care. All right. And that's our show. Thanks again to Aaron for his contributions to this episode and a special thanks to Jessica Remember, if you have news or stories for the podcast, feel free to reach out to me at 5434. We'll be back in a couple weeks with an all-new episode. Take care, everyone, and be safe. Foundation 411 is produced by the Cal Poly Pomona Marketing Department. If you have any questions or comments, please contact me, Darren Isamoto. For more information on Cal Poly Pomona Foundation, please visit foundation.cpp.edu.